0: Hey, before we start this episode, I want to let you guys know that we've been working towards a church plant for the last couple months, and we are just approved to explore a Reformed church plant in Santa Ana, California. Again, Santa Ana is the city seat of Orange County, right centrally located in Orange County. So you guys have a couple ways of contacting us if you're interested in uh, attending a Reformed church in Orange County. You guys can either email us at Santa Ana Reformed at gmail.com, or you can go to oceansideurc.org, contact Danny Hyde, who's the pastor who'll be helping oversee this church planting project, or you can find our Instagram or Twitter for the podcast, Guilt Grace Pod, and contact us there as well. We will have informational meetings about this Reformed Church starting at the end of October around Halloween or Reformation Day, whatever you want to call it. And we hope to see you guys soon as part of this church plants. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, welcome to the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast. This is one of your co-hosts, Peter Bell, and we are on Catechism Saturday, Lord's Day number 50, and we'll be covering question and answer 125 on the fourth petition of the Lord's Prayer. And real quick, before we start this week's episode, make sure you've listened to Monday's episode 14, Covenant in the Early Church. where We had Dr. Ligon Duncan to talk about his chapter on the show, and he's president and CEO of Reformed Theological Seminary. And again, this is part of our season three, Promises and Fulfillments. And Thursday's book club episode, with Dr. Eric Ortland of Oak Hill College in London on his recent book, Piercing Leviathan, published by IVP Academic. And I hope you enjoyed and were intrigued as much as I was about that episode, about the book of Job, the gospel applications, and Leviathan, all these things with Dr. Ortland, who's just a great communicator, a great understander, and a great thinker about scripture. So let's move on to question answer 125 what does the fourth petition mean give us this day our daily bread means provide for all our physical needs so that we may recognize that you are the only source of everything good and that neither our care and work nor your gifts can do us any good without your blessing therefore may we withdraw our trust from all creatures and place it in you alone. And so Christ placed his this fourth petition respecting our daily bread, as it were in the middle of the prayer which he prescribed, that we might both commence and end our prayers with petitions for spiritual blessings as being most important, and that obtaining and receiving temporary benefits might confirm in us more and more a confidence of obtaining spiritual benefits so why should we pray for temporary blessings we do this on account of the command of god which of itself should be sufficient even though we could assign no other reason on account of the divine promise of the glory of god of our comfort that they may be expressions of god's good will towards us since good gifts such as contribute to salvation are promised and conferred only upon the children of God, that the desire and expectation of these blessings may be an exercise of our confidence and hope, on account of our necessity, that he or that we may be able to do the will of God on earth, and that the desire of these things may be a confirmation to us and a profession before the world, that it is God who confers upon us even the smallest gifts, For this comfort that we may know that the church shall always be preserved on earth, since God always hears our prayers and will constantly grant us our daily bread according to his promise. So how should we pray for these temporary blessings? First, with confidence in the promise of God from faith. With the condition of the will of God that God would give us what we pray for, if it be blessing or pleasing to him. And as he knows that they may contribute to our advantage and his glory, because he has promised these things not with any determined circumstances, with confidence of being heard, so that we believe that God will give us as much as is necessary to meet our wants. And to this end, that we may know that we may, in the use of these things, serve God and our neighbor, and not that they may contribute to our sensual desire. Why does Christ use bread as a temporary blessing? Christ, with the single word, comprehends every necess- necessity for life. And he also comprehends all blessings under the term bread to restrain our desires and teach us to pray only the things that are necessary for life in the service of God and neighbor. If you remember the Old Testament stories, the manna coming down for bread kind of like or manna coming down from heaven kind of like bread the same sort of visual picture is within this lord's prayer we're asking for the same provision the israelites this connection between us and israelites that we now know more perfectly who the one whom we receive this bread is from and so why does christ call it our bread And so that we might desire those things which are given to us of God, which God uses to support our life. That we might desire things necessary, acquired by lawful labor and some honest and proper calling, to please God and profit society at large. Why does Christ call it daily bread? Because he will have us to ask daily for our need. And because he would restrain our raging and boundless desires. Why does Christ add this day that he might meet and guard against our distrust and covetousness and keep us from both these vices that we might always depend upon him alone, that the exercise of faith and prayer must always continue in us. Can we ask for more than daily bread? If we do not place our trust in them. We avoid luxury and every abuse of the gifts of God. We should regard ourselves as stewards of God who has committed these riches to our charge for the purpose of being properly expended. Is it lawful for us to lay anything for the time to come? The things which are laid by in store should be lawfully acquired by honest and lawful labor. And that we do not repose our confidence in them, we do not place our confidence in in the temporary blessings above the spiritual blessing that would they may be preserved for lawful and necessary purposes, both as respects ourselves and others. And as you hear in this commentary, sinus is telling us this temporary blessing of daily bread points us to the perfect and eternal blessing of our eternal spiritual bread, that being Jesus Christ. And he reminds us of the eternal blessing of his righteousness given to us both daily and eternally justifying us by his righteous life. And these little bits and pieces reminding us of that reality in this daily bread that we ask for. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast, where we went through Catechism Saturday, Lord's Day number 50 on question answer 125. The fourth petition of the Lord's Prayer. And look forward to this coming Monday's episode 15 and season three, Promises and Fulfillments, where Nick and I go through covenants in the medieval church, which is a very neglected topic within covenant theology. We'll see that there's been a through line throughout church history. It hasn't really stopped in covenantal thoughts up until this point in time. And Thursday's book club, we're going to have Dr. Harrison Perkins who's associate pastor of London City Presbyterian Church on his recent book from last year, Catholicity and the Covenant of Works, published by Oxford, where he goes through the understanding of the covenant of works through a certain theologian, James Usher, within the Catholicity, just meaning the universal understanding of the church and our doctrine of the covenant of works. We hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode, and we will see you again next week.
1: Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed that episode of our podcast, Guilt, Grace, Gratitude. And we, as we've said before, we are bridging the gap to Reformed Christian Theology for your listening pleasure. So we would like to make sure this is enjoyed by others around the world. And how to best do that is rate and review us on iTunes.
0: Yeah, and after you rate and review or instead of rate and review or doing everything all at once, retweeting us on Twitter, liking us on Twitter, liking us on Instagram, following us on both of those platforms, because that actually puts in front of people's physical face, this podcast, these guests, and most importantly, the gospel, the doctrines uh, that these guests are, are bringing in front of you guys. So please do that. It helps get in front of more people.
1: Amen. And hopefully you guys are part of a local church and you're tithing and, uh, after that after tithing if you have any means left over please consider donating to us to make sure our bridge is well paved and maintained and strong and sturdy as again we bridge the gap to reform (laughs) christian theology
0: exactly yeah and you guys can find that link on anchor our official anchor website if you just go on um our social media links it'll, it'll link you to that website it's also at the bottom of these this podcast show notes if you're on this podcast this specific episode scroll all the way to the bottom of that show notes and you guys will find a link for this for three different options of donating so we hope you guys can help us bridge the gap pay for shipping get nicer stuff all for the focus of spreading the gospel further
1: yep all for the kingdom of god thanks so much guys we'll
0: see you guys next time